Welcome to the Art of Intention podcast with Beth and Ayla, two best friends turned creative entrepreneurs. This is a place for us to discuss everything business, friendships, and faith, and occasionally more. We're so excited for today's episode. We think you're going to love it. Stay tuned. Hey everyone, we hope you are having just a great week so far. It's uh, it's a week here for Beth and I. Uh, yeah, we're doing great. This is actually going to be super fun because it's a 100% just kind of unscripted hangout chat, mostly Beth and Ayla catch up time that you guys get to be here for. So yeah, we are just hanging out today. I think this is like super needed. Like actually we've had really busy falls so far, both Beth and I, that we wanted to catch up, catch you guys up on, catch each other up on. And we were like, well, let's just make that an episode. So this is just, and we'll probably keep doing these just cool hangout chat time. Mm-hmm. So that's what today is going to be. Love it. Beth, how are you? I'm doing good. Like you just said, we both had very busy, not only seasons, but I feel like very busy weeks. Like yeah. very busy last few days. <laughs> On the Monday that we're recording this, it's yes, been exactly. a busy week. <laughs> yes, yes, it has been. And we did, full disclaimer, we did chat a little bit before starting recording today. And we really yes, we indeed it. talked for about two hours, but you know, that was that was separate podcast catch-ups. This is the little podcast chat. catch-up. <laughs> exactly. We just talked about a couple of little life updates personal to ourselves. And right. now we're going into stuff we can share with you guys. We yeah. Can share with the world. So, uh, but yeah, I'm doing good. Today is, today and tomorrow are going to be very good productive days. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to share, because, you know, sometimes life is funny. I, uh, Got a call from my little sister a couple days ago going, surprise, I'm going to come visit you on Monday. So stoked. Literally made my whole week when she said that. Yeah, which is today. Um, So she's showing up in like a little bit. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So originally she was going to show up in the middle of the day and I was like, no worries, but I had a sunrise. I was supposed to have a sunrise session this morning that was going to last like four hours and then we were going to record and then I had a bunch of other work I needed to get done and some deadlines and like a couple client calls and I was like, okay, no worries. Like I can, I'll come get you. Like it's going to be fine. And then, you know, we're going to fit you in. And then um, I also had a friend who was going to come and stay the night at our house today. Uh, oh, really? Oh, of, yeah. So her, she just for her schedule, she needed to like be at work in Waikiki early, and so she was going to stay here, and so she she could just walk to work in the morning because she lives like thirty minutes away. Um, so you know, just little things like that that were all kind of packed into today into Monday, and uh, I spent the whole weekend preparing for today. The whole weekend was like getting ready mm-hmm. for Monday and, you know, everything from like house cleaning to like trying to work out little details of scheduling because some things were overlapping. Um, and then this morning I wake up to, or actually last night I get a text from the girl saying, oh, I don't need to spend the night anymore. Then I wake up this morning to my sister saying that her flight was delayed. So she, her whole schedule has changed of when she's going to be here. And then oh my, oh, my client that I, last night I thought I was supposed to be ready for a sunrise shoot this morning. And my client was like, actually, little change of plans. It's Tuesday morning instead of this morning. So all of a sudden, the Monday that I prepared for, it's like, never mind. That's not happening. It now like opened Tuesday's up, but it also just day. changed. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. So I was kind of scrambling this morning. So now Tuesday's the crazy day. I have the huge sunrise session. My little sister will be here. And I have a bunch of stuff I was already doing that day. I was supposed to have a Zoom call. Um, with clients in the morning. So I'm switching that up. So there's just like a bunch of stuff happening. So today and tomorrow are absolutely crazy busy, but I'm excited because I feel like I prepared myself and I'm just going with the flow. None of these changes are things that I could do anything about. So yeah, I kind of was reminded of like that concept of, you know, if you can't control it, just don't stress about it. I just am going with the flow. There's nothing I can do about it. So it's a, yeah. But anyways, how, how are you today? Yeah, totally. Well, I remember that like we – so to give a bit of context for October, and we're going to get into this, but Beth had the opportunity to be traveling for most of October, which was so great. And then October notoriously is my busiest, busiest season. Mm-hmm. Um, November is actually shaping up to be about the same. <laughs> it's actually been this way since July. But anyway, it's been great. But October definitely like I've brought on some new clients this year who have already kept me more busy than normal and now all my usual clients have their normal fall stuff. So that's kind of just been October so far. So Beth and I actually majorly batched a lot of our October episodes. So for a few weeks, it's just been like, oh yeah, post when the episode's ready, post our socials, all Mm -hmm. of that. And so then, yeah, we were like, oh, we got to, I think on Thursday, we were like, um, we have to record again. (laughs) Like we have to, we have to set this up. So, uh, and then I was out for the weekend 
and we were setting it up. So we were like, oh, easy peasy. We'll do it Monday. We'll do it in the afternoon because you had your sunrise session. And then uh-huh. all of said changes. But again, it was, yeah, it was one of those things where like on a different week, it might not stress me out like in a bad way, but it might just be like, oh gosh, now we have to fix this. But like, yeah, we just decided early, very early this morning for Beth, early in the morning for me that we would just move it earlier in the day because Beth didn't have her morning stuff. So she'll still be ready to see her sister later. So yeah, today was like a bit of moving around, but it was honestly, it was honestly great because we had a lot to catch up about because we were possibly going to podcast at like 8 p.m. my time, which would have been okay. But now it just feels like I have more time for, for all the things. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things like I'm very much like I'm spontaneous, but I also like plans. Like once the plan's yeah. done, I'm like, this is the plan. And I think you're similar. And when it shifts, it can be like, ah, but I don't know. Today it was just like, whatever. No yeah, worries. I, I know. It's kind of weird. I think we're getting better about kind of like just being unbothered when things go wrong. I think in I life, so. as people get older, <laughs> that happens naturally. Yeah. But I think that I've noticed in you and I, and maybe it's also just a level of trust we have in each other. Because a lot of the plans that were shifting – I had to go to like you to let you know and update you and try to work right. something out with you. Or I had to go to my sister and update her and try to work something right. out with her. And so it's like things were shifting, but it was with people that I trust and people yeah. that I know aren't going to get mad at me. So it was just – I think there's also a level of that of like – Right. Well, you know, so yeah. that helped. But yeah, no, things have been awesome. Like I said, uh, busy season's busy season, and it's been a really unique one. I actually um, – I don't think she listens to this. If she does, hello. But I landed a really awesome client this year. I just really like her. And um, it keeps me busier than I've ever been before in a really good way. So I've just kind of been like learning and scaling in a new way. Um, She's a wonderful portrait photographer who's just – normally I work with weddings. So it's like one big thing every, you know, few weeks or whatever. But now this is like multiple small things throughout the week, sometimes multiple a day. So – it's been learning how to like stay stay caught up with like multiple sessions and it was funny on Friday night I finished a couple for her and I think I only had like five or six more before I was like done with her queue and then over the weekend I got like five more (laughs) jobs so it can make me I think at first I used to be feel like oh no it's never gonna end but now I'm settling into like this is consistency this is like steady so uh that was like this weekend but on top of all that okay yeah so that's what I was saying like Busy season already, busier than normal. Like this is by far my busiest year in business yet, which is awesome. Uh, Chris and I actually moved apartments a few days ago. So I don't know. Is now a good time to talk about that? I was going to ask because, yeah, I think we should hear your life update about that because I'm excited to hear all about that. And it was so recent. It was just like, yeah. so Yeah. So we moved today. What day is it that we're recording? Uh, It's the 6th of November. So Chris and I moved into our new place on the 1st. And I'll just, I'll give a little beginning to end. So we didn't move far. We're still in our same city. Um, You know, same jobs, all of that good stuff. So initially when I moved to Canada, we lived with Chris's parents for the first little bit because he was already still with his parents. So we lived there for a couple months. And then when I was able to work in Canada, we moved into our first apartment, which is the one we just moved out of. At the time when we moved into it, I think it, I thought it was pretty great. It was very tiny. Like I've talked about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a very tiny little place, which was honestly like all good, especially if you were probably a single person, it would be fine. Um, And then even with Chris and I, we we try to be, we try to keep it pretty minimalist. So it was working out. But the reality is first off, we're two people with like multiple hobbies, like (laughs) Chris hunts. We both do art. We both have like ski things like, and we live in a cold climate. So we have to have winter clothes and we have to have summer clothes, like all these things, like space was kind of already tricky, but we were making it work. But then this apartment started just showing its true colors. So it was a basement apartment, which we also knew. We basically, we were seeking the cheapest rent possible at the time. And we got really cheap rent. Like we were kind of the cheapest rent in the city without being in kind of the ghetto. Uh, And then every year, of course, rent goes up. So last Mm -hmm. year we were like, whatever, it didn't go up too much and we didn't feel like moving. So we stayed. The second year, things just became so not worth it anymore so last really uh so this most recent spring like spring of 2023 we sprung four giant leaks in the ceiling <gasps> uh, what? and the way the reason that happened was um 
the wall that faces outside that we're on basically ice dammed. So what happened is we're like, there's a gutter right outside our window. The top of that gutter sprung a leak, uh, which wouldn't matter during all of winter because everything stays frozen consistently all winter. It's um, below freezing. But in the spring, when things start to thaw, this huge leak spurt and coated the whole outside of our building in ice. As that ice, so it was frozen all winter. As that ice melts, it leaked into our building because the building's built poorly to where the water somehow tracked into our ceilings. And when I mean a leak, I don't mean like a little drip drip. It was for, I have videos. It was for leaking holes of like streams of water. And we, um, yeah. And we actually, the water started to like pool in the ceiling. I don't know if you've ever seen videos where like a ceiling bubbles. And if that happens, it means it's about to explode open. So we had to like poke little holes to prevent that from happening and like let it leak and we filled up luckily we had five gallon buckets just um because i don't know we had them and it filled up i think like it filled up at least three five gallon buckets to like a three quarter full and then we had some random like bowls places so anyway we're calling oh it was a whole story so you know we call right away about this and I won't get into the details, but basically the, the maintenance handled it horribly. And we like, we like weren't taken seriously and they were working. Basically they had to remove the ice to get it to stop leaking and the building would only send one guy. And I do not blame this maintenance guy. He was an angel. They would only send one guy. And eventually it was like 6 PM and getting dark. And he was like, that's all I can do for today. And we were like, we- it's still leaking. And he was yeah. like, well, it'll freeze at night, which it did. Like night came and it froze, which stopped the leaking but it would start the whole next day so finally so they sent this one guy who eventually like fixes the ice damming which by fixing we just mean broke all the ice off the side of the building which took him hours and then they did replace the gutter eventually and we let maintenance know we were like great we still have four holes in the roof and they were like oh yeah we'll send somebody to fix them they're not fixed like oh my gosh we, we've moved out and they're still like that and the building knows they were like that but they never which whatever that doesn't affect us that much we just know that building's probably going to do the same exact thing this like upcoming spring exactly. uh so that was like the first thing and then at one point they sent in a maintenance crew to replace like the water features so like um sink tap toilet shower and the crew this isn't the attached to the building but the crew wasn't really great like the building just really cheaped out with hiring the most yeah not very good maintenance, which is like a tale as old as time with apartments, uh, under our sink was leaking. So basically it started to be, and then they wanted to up our rent again this year. And we were like, that's it. Like we're not paying this much for this box. It was also a basement suite with, um, it did have windows, but we really couldn't have the blinds open very much because people could see down into our apartment, which we weren't really about. So we had to have that blinds closed a lot. So just like not a lot of sunlight, I tried to have plants. It wasn't working. It wasn't um, a good story. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. And so we just like, we figured out we needed a place with more light. We wanted a place a bit bigger and we want it to be on a second story so we can have a balcony. Because we also like in apartments, you don't have anywhere to just sit outside really. Yep. And that's become really important since living in a place with long, dark winters. So we were mm-hmm. like, we've we've got a friend who's got a balcony and whenever we'd go to his house, we'd sit out there and we were like, oh, yeah. this is so nice. So that just, we just started no- noticing some boxes that we needed. So when we got our, uh, I think, when would it have been? What's the month before October? September. The apartment asked if we were renewing our lease and we were like, nope, like, off to find a new a new place and then the one we moved into came about and one of the other things we wanted was a two bedroom so that I could have an office for my business uh you've probably seen I'm actually I'm really excited to put a reel together about this when I get my office set up but about like when I initially started photo editing I edited on the floor at our coffee table I sat on a pillow and edited (laughs) on the floor Year and two in business. I set up a little desk in the corner of our living room in our 400 square apartment. Now it's year three and I've got an office. So I'm like, yay, you know, hashtag growth. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so uh, really wanted a two bedroom so I could have a little office, just a bit more storage. And then so the one we found that we move into, like checked all the boxes. It is still an apartment. And of course, there's pros and cons with every apartment. But so far, it's been super great. 
So that was like the reason why, I guess that was kind of a long why, but for moving the long story short, like our apartment was just kind of dookie and we were done with it. So we decided to move into a better one. And it it is obviously going to be a bit more money rent in our city. That's a whole other thing that I don't have to get into. We live in the cheapest province in Canada and our rent is still like everyone's rents absurd, like not just ours. And we're still on like the lower end, but I just realized like if I have the means to make it happen and it's a little bit extra to live in a much better space, like it's worth where it. Where do I sign? Yeah. Where do right. I sign? That's what I, yeah, sorry. A little quick thing. Oh, go for it. Go make, for it. Yeah. I just, some people don't, um, they feel like they can't justify spending like the majority or a very large chunk of your income on where you live. And I'm the opposite. I, I'll spend the majority if I need to of my income on where I live. Again, within reason, you still have to make sure everything else is taken care of, but yeah. it affects so much of your yeah. productivity, well, your, everything, like, your health. And Chris and I are such homebodies. We're such introverts. Yeah. We like to spend most of our time at home. And I didn't really realize it until we were in the new space, but like both of us, when we parked at the old place, we're just like, and we actually made jokes like we'd go out for dinner or whatever and come home into our dark little basement apartment and, be, and and we'd make the joke it's it's a line from the princess bride but it's also like a tiktok sound but he's like ah the pit of despair oh <laughs> it's like what we start yeah if you're having those feelings about where you live i think it's a a good sign that there would be money well spent to move yeah, yeah. yeah so that was great guys yeah. Oh man. And it's been so great. So we're in our new space now. And one thing that's kind of nice is we don't have to be, we technically didn't have to be out of the old one for another while, but obviously we wanted to get up mm. out of there. So I haven't moved out clean to the old place yet, but we've got time. We've got until the end of the month to like give it a move out clean. So that'll be taking place coming up here, but we pretty much just like, so yeah, I'll talk about the actual move. Cause it was like yes, kind of crazy. Um, yeah. So picked out the place, you know, did all the paperwork and stuff that you have to do, which was super chill. This is now the second time we've had to do it. And for some people who move a lot more, you're probably like, got it, locked and loaded. So um, yeah, looked at it, loved it. And it was actually, oh, okay. So this is like, I don't know if it's awkward talking about money, but I don't really care. Uh, We initially looked at a place that was a certain amount, like less than what we're paying now in this building and that we wanted to view. Roughly, it was like a little outside of like what I wanted to pay, but I think it was becoming like, that's just the cost of two bedrooms. Like yes. if the minute you want a two bedroom, your rent goes up by two, $300. So I just like accepted oh, yeah. that. I was going to go look at this place. So we, we come to the building, we asked to view second story, two bedroom. And they were like, okay, we've got two available. One has like brown cabinets, like wood cabinets, carpet, and like, is this much, which is the lesser amount. And we've actually got a friend who lives in the similar complex as we do. And that's what his apartment looks like. So I was like, okay, that's what it's going to be. Like they're very cookie cutter apartments. So I was like, I can see in my head what that's going to look like. And he was like, the second one is a hundred dollars more. So like a little bit more expensive. It's newly renovated and has like hardwood floor. Well, not hardwood, but you know, not carpet, like hardwood floor and white cabinets. And it's been newly renovated. And I was like, and we could only pick one to view that day. Like the way Whoa. they time it out, we could only see one. And initially we were there to see the less expensive one. But then the way he described it, and I already knew roughly what the other one looked like. I was like, oh. dude, yes. And I looked at Chris and I was like, what do I do? Like, And he was like, do you want to see the nice one? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, take me to the nice one. I was like, take me there. And uh, and it was kind of funny because they'll show it sometimes with families still living in there. So the family wasn't there, but like their stuff was. So it was oh. a little weird, but um looked at it and I just started placing everything in my head I was Aww. like TV here, and this is gonna be the office and this is gonna yes. be and I was like ah so then you know I talk it over with Chris a little bit and I was like I think so and he was like you do realize like this isn't the amount of rent you wanted to pay because I was trying to cheap out as much as I could he was yeah. like you do understand that like this is going to be more expensive option and I was like I don't care I was like take yeah. me take me there take my so, money yeah yeah so yeah, so part of the dynamic was Chris actually started packing up our place early, like beginning October, because we were jumping into my busy season. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I like straight up can't help you pack. Like, right. Un- until I set the time aside later. So he just kind of like, he was getting antsy to like get out of there too. Yeah. So he, um, just started finding like things that we didn't need every single day, started putting those aside. So we kind of like lived in a packed place for like a month, which was a little bit crazy, but 
it was fine. It made the day of easier. So we had like boxes slowly accumulating over time that we actually like took some to his grandparents' house to store just to get him out of there. Cause the place was oh, so nice. small that like the more we back, we boxed stuff up, we like, we were closing ourselves in places. So we like <laughs> stored some stuff at his grandparents' house, sold some furniture that we didn't really like and that like wouldn't fit in the new place, whatever. Nice. So yeah, been living in boxes like most of October. So then finally November comes and it just Chris and I moved the entire day. Like, oh my gosh. Normally we would have had friends, but we moved at like noon on a Wednesday. Wow. So everyone's working and we just accepted that. We were like, we're just gonna, like, <laughs> we're just gonna, because when we moved into the first place, his family helped us. And I swear it was like, whew, like everything was loaded in, done. Yeah. We don't have that yeah. much stuff. And they, we went to like return our rental truck and get some pizza and his family like set up our bed, set up the kitchen. Aww. Like they set up a bunch of stuff. So we knew we were rocking it solo this time and we still rented a truck and we only moved like five minutes away, like not even that much. Um, side note, if you're ever moving and you feel like, oh, I'll just make trips with my car, just get a truck. It cost us yeah. 70 bucks. We nice. we could have moved in one trip, but we had to like things were a little weird, so we did take two trips. But like probably could have done one easy, um, and it was great. We started moving. I think we picked up our truck at eight thirty, and we were out having a beer by five thirty. That's not too bad. That's but yeah, day. so we we like loaded up all this stuff. But yeah, it was two of us moving up to a two-story building oh, all day. I probably went up and down those stairs so many. I want to say at least 100 times, but I don't know if that's dramatic. Oh my gosh. But it was a no, lot. Maybe. It was a lot of times. And so the mass bit of stuff was the first truckload. Yeah. And then we thrifted a couch. So then we had oh, to like load the couch, no. take it to the thrift store. And oh. we wanted to make sure there was room for that. And then we picked up the boxes that we were storing somewhere else. And then that was our last load up. And that one had a couple heavy boxes. And like, I've been going to the gym this year. I could handle some heavy boxes. But by the end, like, oh no, by the end, I was like, Lord, I was like, you need, I need Chris to take these. Cause I, and I was like, I hope he, cause by the end it would have been hours. And like, I started off with a ton of energy. And by the end, I looked at some of these heavy ones and I was like, I'm just going to take anything else. I think in one of the loads, I took up two rolls of paper towel and that was like a whole <laughs> load. I was like, and Chris watched me do it. And I was like, don't look at me. Don't say anything. I don't want to hear it. And he comes up with one of the heavy ones. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. And he actually did like two really heavy ones in one go, which were like, we were down to like our last four boxes. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank See, you. See, this is why men are so great because we it's think we're so strong and tough and we think we can do it all. But to be honest, it's moments like this where I'm just like, where do they find the strength? Because no, I, was, I couldn't do that. I was you're pushed done. Down. By the end of the day, oh, like, and like, yeah, I was holding my own all right in the beginning. Halfway yeah. through the day, actually, I got pretty tired and I was like, we are halfway through. So I got a little snack, but like, snack. no, by the end, I physically probably wouldn't have been able to carry like a 20 pound box. Like I was carrying light That's stuff insane. by the end. And then, um, yeah, so that was the end. We finally got the last box up there, but we, we couldn't celebrate for too long because we wanted to get the rental truck back. And then I had scheduled our Wi-Fi guy to come oh, set up no. our Wi-Fi like right away. So oh. he was scheduled to come between five and seven. Oh, uh, wow. And we we went to leave to return the rental truck. Like Chris drove the truck and I drove our car and we were leaving at 440. And the the place is right close to like where we are, but he was like, is that enough time? And I was like, it's between five to seven. Like they're, they never yeah. come right no. at five. Well, apparently they do because oh, on, the way, on the way to the rental truck place, he calls and he's like, just letting you know, I'll be there in like 10 minutes. And I was like, okay, we pull into the rental truck and I don't know how long it's going to take to return. Like, I don't like, that could be a 20 minute process. I don't know. So Chris is like, just go back, just leave me here. I'll figure it out. And I was like, okay, I'm sorry. So I go, cause you have to be there with, for the yes. Wi-Fi guy. So I go, um, luckily we'd previously set up with our Wi-Fi company. So he literally, we could have done it, but he just had to plug yeah. it in basically. Yeah. But he came. And Chris was like, come meet me at like this restaurant, like this bar restaurant Aww, that we go to because it was in walking distance from where he was. And Aww. I was like, thank goodness. I was like, that sounds like what I want right now. Like that sounds perfect. Aww. So we went, we got some food and then he called up one of his friends and was like, do you want to come over to our new place? <laughs> Boxes everywhere. Like we're so sweaty. I'm exhausted. But like our buddy comes over. And uh, we just hang out and like chat for a little bit. But that was pretty much the moving day. And then the next day, 
thank goodness I um I have as a second part-time job at a coffee shop and I booked like most of this week off from there to be able to do this. So luckily I had the next day off and my plan was to like get a bunch of moving in stuff done in the morning and then to edit in the evening. (laughs) I woke up and I was so sore. I was so, so sore. Well, you're thinking stairs with like weight in your arms all day long. And I I haven't been in the gym. <sighs> I haven't been in the gym very much for October, which is, it's fine. It's fine. But I haven't really been there much this month. So uh, the muscles had some waking up to do, but I like wow. woke up out of our bed and stood up and almost like fell on the floor. Oh. My legs were so stiff. And I was Dude. like, I am editing on the couch today. I'm not doing a single thing. I'm door dashing myself breakfast. I like, I can't. So, but then, and then, yeah. So Thursday, Friday, um, after we moved was a little crazy. And then we just spent the last couple days, today's Monday. So we spent Sunday, Saturday unpacking and actually putting stuff together. I'm so excited to show everybody on my business page, what it looks like. Well, on all the pages, but on my business page, what it looks like when it's, when it's done. But yeah, I don't know if that took a long time to tell, but that's been my week. (laughs) That's crazy. I thought when you were like, oh, we started moving at like eight in the morning, we're done by five. Like I thought I was like, oh, that maybe is like not a bad moving day, but you live so close. That means that was all like hauling stuff and like moving boxes. That's crazy. That sounds honestly exhausting and hopefully so worth it though. Kind of, she says, kind of was. (laughs) No, that's so worth it though because the little bit I've seen so far, your place looks amazing. And it just, like we were saying, it makes such a big difference for like your mental health and your productivity to be in a place you enjoy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that was the other thing. So I spent all of the next day after just working, I didn't even bother setting up my office. I just worked like from the couch. And normally I get stressed out. Like, like I said, all of October was just boxes around us, which wasn't the best, but you know, it is what it is. And then, uh, so I thought that was going to feel the same. Like we hadn't unpacked, I think Chris unpacked our TV the night of like just enough to pull up like YouTube on the TV basically. But, and I, so I didn't get to really unpack a single thing and it was so nice. Like it was great. Like I just sat, I was able to throw the TV on, I worked and it felt so good. And I actually told Chris almost like to a spiritual level, like I just felt so calm and so relaxed and like, this is like going to be a home. Yeah. And I have no idea how long we'll, we'll spend here, but like, uh, cause we do have plans, you know, down the road of like where we want our roots roots to be, but for the time being, like, I think it was such a good choice. And yeah, like worth the money already. We've only paid the first month rent, but like worth it. And uh, this is not a super expensive apartment, by the way. I'm just complaining yeah. about rent, rent prices, but uh, yeah. totally going to be worth it. And and yeah, and I even worked in my office a little bit on Saturday. And um, I have a lot of plans for how I want it to be set up, but just like having a dedicated space. I close my computer and it stays there, like out of my sight. No, it's going to be like, and then whenever I pull in and like park, I'm actually excited to like walk up the stairs and be home. And Chris is the exact same boat. He's like, oh, I'm actually excited to get off work and like be at our place. And we've had a lot of fun putting it together so far because sometimes that Mm -hmm. can be stressful. But so far it's been like same page, all going good. So good. Love that. Yeah. Oh, man. So anybody who's questioning if a move will be worth it or if it's important, I think that's a great example. Yeah. Yeah. Like some things, you know, if you're someone who's wondering about like moving states to get a fresh start, that can be hard because I do think it works. But also sometimes I find like, you know, you're still the same you just in a different place. And sometimes the same problems can follow you. But if it's just like change of scenery, change of space, get out of a dark apartment and go into a bright one, you know, like, of course, that's going to affect you in some way. I'm interested too. you said at the beginning of this that your busy season for the first time ever is kind of rolling over into November. And the funny thing mm-hmm. is, I'm actually experiencing for the first time in my career as well, the same thing. Normally, November is like it's busy season is over. I still have mm-hmm. editing to catch up on. But for the first time ever, I'm actually experiencing a lot of bookings and a lot of busyness this month granted some of it is like the visitors we're also going to california late november for chad's birthday and for thanksgiving so there's a lot of that causing busyness but even just booking wise i feel like i'm more busy than ever before in november and so are you the same thing for you or i think so i think this year I've edited less weddings than last year but more smaller consistent little things Mm -hmm. which i like um 
But then again, I actually, I think November is going to be busy. I had a few girls reach out to me and they, at the end of October and they were like, Hey, in about a week, I'll have something for you, okay. uh, which is lining up to be about right now. So uh, I know there's stuff like coming. It's just not quite here yet, but actually last year's November was pretty busy for me too. Like I usually take two weeks off for Christmas and I let people know which date I'm off and then like up to when I'll take galleries. And I had to like cut people off last year. Like I had to be like, I can like, I basically was like, what do you need done by the end of the month? Okay. I can take this, this, and this, you have to do the rest. And then like, yeah. Yeah. But then uh, when it comes back for January, I come back and I announce that I'm back in office and I expect like the work to come through. And they're like, oh no, we did it because it's January. <laughs> and now we're yeah, in slow season. They had to. Yeah. But, January yeah. is always dead without fail. Yeah. But yeah. My first year in business, weirdly, I, okay. Well, I want to say my first January in business was busy, but now that I think about it, I probably did like three weddings, which to me at the time was busy, but now would be like, cruising you know it's still well yeah first year I mean first year in business that's a lot yeah but yeah for for a dead month you know that's good yeah no that is definitely good this January like I think we talked about it when we first started the show but this year my January February March was like I didn't have a I didn't hear a peep and like no I don't even blame my photographers because they didn't hear a peep like everything was so quiet for a bit and then this fall was like and I was like, I understand there's a busy and slow season, but can we not like distribute not this a little bit more? But every it is time, what it is. every time it's a ah, it's always something. Sorry, one sec. Oof, I scrape my finger and I open my cut again <laughs> in the middle of. Okay, so for those who are listening, I found out this week that potato peelers are my arch nemesis, and I told Ayla before recording that yes. I, because she saw the band aids just littering my fingers, and she's like, well, "What have you been doing?" And uh, so as we were talking just now, I um, I just – you know how sometimes you rub your fingers together? I have a little weird – I fidget a lot. So I was fidgeting yeah. and I just completely rubbed my thumb over my ring finger uh, and I just reopened one of my cuts. So that's – Oh, nice. Best bleeding live. <laughs> it's okay. I'm okay. All right. We're fine. We're chilling. I'll just sit here like this. Do you need – do you need to go get something? We're totally fine. Let's keep going okay. through. I will survive. Okay. Well, Beth, as you as you sit there, arm propped up. How about you tell me about your fall a little bit? Because you had a, a crazy month that I'm kind of jealous of. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Well, I think to be honest, my whole fall, yeah, crazy busy fall but in good ways. Nothing spectacular stood out until I did have a good travel season at the end there in in October. So in October, for those of you who don't know, I went to Ireland for a couple of weeks to photograph a very long wedding. It was basically a two-week wedding slash event and uh, really awesome, honestly, once-in-a-lifetime experience. It was a bride and groom who are – they run a tour company. And so Mm -hmm. they wanted their wedding to be like the ultimate experience. Obviously, when tour guides get married, I mean, what do you expect? It's going to be so cool. So they had their closest friends and family join them for like this multi-week excursion in Ireland because they both like – they both love Ireland. They've been there literally countless times. Um, I don't know. One of them might have family ties there. I'm not sure. But anyway, so they – they planned this whole like two week trip approximately, had their family and friends join them. And at the end of that, like a big hurrah was them actually getting married. So they had their actual Ooh, wedding day. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So they wanted their photo and video photographer and videographer, their photo and video team to actually come along and document all of it. So they right. reached out a few months ago. They actually booked their photo and video like kind of last minute. I was surprised. Like they booked us a few months ago and you'd think for a trip like this, which took them two years to plan, by the way, it's wow. a very, very big process. They actually booked photo and video like kind of last, which is fine. It worked out. But anyway, so we went along with them for the entire trip, pretty much, pretty much the entire trip and um, documented everything. So every day we went along with all the guests, all the different like excursions they had planned. They visited different ruins and different castles and, and wow. like Irish pubs and different historical sites and, and went to like the Cliffs of Moher and all these different things. So we photographed them and their family members enjoying the experience. Most of the people who attended, they weren't the bride and groom. They It was their first time ever seeing Ireland. And so it was mm. so special for the bride and groom to get to share something they love so much with and their like love. the greatest ones. places. 
Yes, exactly. And again, they're tour guides. So you know that what they had planned was only the best. So I mean, everything, the amount of detail they put into it, I see after going there and seeing their trip, I understand why it took two years to plan because they would always talk about how long they've been planning it, how much detail they put into it. And I was kind of like, okay, like I, I would hear it, but when you actually see it come together, you're like, oh wow, they thought of everything. And mm-hmm. they just worked so hard. And even during the trip, they were the tour guides and they were, you know, taking care of anything that went wrong. So, I mean, they had a coordinator too, who took care of a lot of stuff, but still, right. that being said, it was amazing. And, um, I mean, just for example, I guess I can walk through. I mean, I can't talk about all of it because right. one client photographer, you know, confidentiality, I'm not going to share everything. I haven't even delivered their photos yet, clearly, because I just got back like a few days ago. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, and they'll be sharing and like actually talking about yeah, it. Yeah, so. exactly. And that's not my place to – yeah, exactly. Um, I got back exactly a, a week ago, so exactly like seven days ago. So it's also still like I'm still catching up and kind of settling Oh my gosh, in. you got back. I moved. Jeez. Yeah, kind of like two days. Yeah, I was gone. And mind you, I was also very busy. So while Ayla was like getting ready for her move and doing things for the podcast, shout out to Ayla because I was much more busy on that trip than I thought. And for those of you who don't know, normally Ayla and I, we just kind of switch on and off of like who posts on social media versus who um, edits the episode each week. But when I was gone, I was able to push through one message the entire time I was gone to Ayla. And it was basically an SOS message. She was just like, hey, just checking in. Like, you know, your life's good, right? On your end, you're just like, you know, I'm having a grand old time in Ireland. So she just messages me saying like, oh, you know, like you uh, just double checking you're doing like the socials or whatever for this week. I get one message back. I'm like, you're like, no, cannot, (laughs) cannot do it. I was, I had never been so sleep deprived or so busy in my life. And I have no idea. I probably sounded so stressed in that message, but Ayla was like, message received. So the last few episodes, Ayla is completely taken care of. She, we batch recorded, but she edited, posted them onto the different podcast hosting platforms. She did the social media. So huge thank you to Ayla. You're the MVP. So uh-huh. yeah, couldn't have gone through Whoa. this without you. So, yeah. Well, All yeah, like you you had told me about it leading up and that it was going to be like, you know, two weeks. That's way different than any package you've ever done. And then like documenting days and like just having these adventures. So I was like, we, we divvied up when we pre-recorded some stuff like, okay, like you'll do this, like and all like – I think I knew I was going to edit the episodes anyway. And then you were like, easy, all these socials, those don't take yeah. very long. And then uh, the first time that it had to happen, I reached out a couple days before, like, hey, just checking. I I had a feeling that we were going to have to shift some stuff. And then you were just like, it was like all good stuff. But you were like, I just ended up, ended up being way busier. Can you? And it was, um, even though my yeah. season was busy, I don't know, it just worked out to where I was able to like, I just kind of batched on my end, so edited at the same time, prepped all the socials, and then they were able able to go out. But it feels good where you're saying that, like, oh, yeah, at the beginning of the episode, it feels good to actually sit, talk, and record again because yeah. it's just, like, it's been a while since – because I think we did month. three at once. We, we batched out three yep. weeks and, like, took a secret break that I don't know if anybody knew about. But there was a secret week where we just, like, didn't share a new one. <laughs> kind of snuck that one in there. We were too busy to notice. I guess we kind yeah. of assumed you would be too busy to notice. But who yeah, knows? Yeah, we were like, oops, we batched three and we needed four. We just – and, like, normally if there's a week that we'll skip, it's usually because of a holiday or we'll explain ourselves. And for this one, I was like, we're just – just not gonna say anything. <laughs> no did one you, will know. Nobody did you know? Me. I don't think you did. <laughs> I don't think you noticed. I think we were so sly. We were so sly. But anyways, yeah. anyways, yes. that being said, we were both so busy. You were doing with your move, and I was doing this, which was much busier than I thought. So, anyways, all good things. It's fine. It was a lot of work, and you know, anytime you accept a job, especially in our line of work. A lot. It's all very tailored. Every wedding is different. Yeah. And when you start going into destination weddings, the couple is different. The traditions are going to be different. The location, every new location, every new country, it comes with different things to learn and adapt to. And with something like this, you never really know what you're going to get. You try to figure it out um, as best you can. There was a lot of communication that went forward beforehand. But still, once you arrive, it's just a lot more work than you thought. And I have never photographed like a tour company before. So that yeah. in and of itself, I don't think I really understood what it was going to be like kind of going along. So what we did, so I'll kind of get into it a little bit. Um, 
like I said, every day we went with them for everything they were doing. So we even went on the bus with them. So every time there was like 40 people on the bus with the bride and groom, we were there, myself, the most fantastic videographer in the world. Um, she actually lives here in Hawaii. We got to travel together. That was fantastic. H Films Hawaii. Um, mm. So we were on the bus with them and, you know, just kind of constantly documenting everything, people's reactions every time they would arrive to a new hotel or, you know, a new castle or, you know, the cliffs, whatever. So uh, that was that. Every day was just kind of going along and photographing everything. It was very much constant work, but, you know, that's what you have to do when you have to document everything. And then um, it was every night was in a different place. So like day one, uh, day one of the work starting because it was like the travel time, the travel days, which was like 24 hours plus of travel to get right. to Ireland. Um, and then actually like day one was actually arriving, meeting the bride and groom, just kind of like settling in a little bit. But day one of the actual work trip. Like work, yeah. Yeah, we were at the hotel called The Gresham, which is a very historic, beautiful hotel in Dublin. Or is it Dublin? I don't know. Ooh. Honestly, there were some places. I don't know. But yeah, so it was like a beautiful hotel funny story with that. We get there and we're supposed to document um, everybody arriving and like people's guests. Oh, I just looked it up. That's beautiful. Isn't it beautiful? Yeah. yeah the question with an M at the end. Yeah. yeah. So um, we were supposed to document, you know, people arriving and the bride and groom being like, you're here. Oh my gosh. Like, yay. So about a couple hours after we arrive, the hotel staff starts to quietly come around and tell us, just so you know, we're about to lose power for an unknown amount of time. <gasps> So we are okay. So if for video, I mean for photo, there's flash, but for video, like if a hotel just goes pitch black, you know, and you're supposed to be doing events inside, it's a lot harder um, to deal with as a videographer. So photo wise, and then photo wise also though, I can't just be flashing flash twenty four seven when there's supposed to be this authentic video at the end of it that shows Mm -hmm. what's going on. So there was also that dynamic we had to work around. No problem. The videographer, I cannot sing her praises enough. She was phenomenal to work with just a genius and amazing. But anyways, that being said, we kept encountering little like obstacles like that that, you know, you right. can't plan for, but definitely just make it like, okay, you know. You have to be on your feet, like ready to like problem yeah. solve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're going to a new place every single day and it's just new wow. events every single day. I mean, there was one time I think where we arrived somewhere and there was a little bit of a complication with like maybe like the hours or something. It just, there's little things, but again, not anything on the, the, bride and groom, the tour company, they did phenomenal. So again, nothing was on them. The hotel never told them that they were going to lose power, even though they knew an entire wedding party was arriving that day. So I mean, stuff like that. But again, it all worked out just fine. The power was out for a couple hours. It was kind of like a fun little adventure. So like day two, we, you know, woke up, did breakfast at the Gresham Hotel, and then we drove a couple hours again to- Did the power like come back on? Yeah, that same day. It went out for just a couple of hours. Okay. So day two, we had breakfast there. It was fine. And then, you know, but again, it's like we would, again, because we have to document all of this. So we would wake up earlier than everybody, go document everyone having breakfast, fit in our own breakfast, then keep going documenting every other step of the day. So it was very like constantly working, which again, I, when you do a wedding, you kind of know what steps are going to happen. You know, it goes from getting ready yeah. to first look to group photos to ceremony to group photos again to whatever. And so you also kind of know when you're going to have breaks when you're photographing something like this. And I think the advice I'm going to give to anybody who's listening, who's a photographer that wants to kind of like take on jobs like this. um, First of all, I've been doing this for a long time. So I am very confident in my skills and my work. So I felt confident jumping into a new kind of photography and adapting. And I think for the Mm -hmm. most part I did and it was fine. But if you're beginning um, just be kind of aware of the kind of jobs you're taking on. Don't just take on anything just to travel or yeah. just to say you did it. Um, things are probably going to be a little more work than you expect. And it's a lot of stuff like this is just a lot of constant work and you have to love what you do and you have to not get tired of it. And you have to be, you have to love hard work too, because this was basically just constant hard work. Okay. Not complaining, but just saying like, yeah, well, it's just, it's just saying like you, you took it very seriously. You had to be on and like, we, uh, we actually <laughs> just talked about it <laughs> in an episode yeah. about like how to show up for a job and how to show up and be there. So now you're extending that into being on more often around more people and you're capable and you did it. And I, well, I wasn't there, but I bet you did it well. And that's <laughs> just to say that like, yeah, when you take on anything new, that's going to be extra hard. Hard doesn't mean bad, but it does mean hard and like be prepared to 
to do yeah. it, I guess. Like I, exactly. Like I encountered a, a, you know, a person on the trip who I think did not expect it to be as much work as it was. And it's just hard because when you right. approach something like this without the mindset of this is going to be hard, then you're going to be a complainer. And this person was just constantly complaining or not constantly, mm-hmm. but complaining a lot. And it brings down right. the morale of the whole group. So yeah, just totally. kind of like learning. I kind of relearned the importance of, like Ayla just said, there's an episode we just did. Relearned the importance of having a good attitude um, when you're at when you're on the job. So yeah, you, you yeah. really affect the whole group, and you can either be the silver lining or you can be the one who drags everybody down. So, anyways, but yeah, so there was like a, a castle we stayed in on day two. We I think there was actually two days. Um, they spent the night in the cat in a castle. That was cool. Um, you know, so like day five or maybe it was like day three. I don't know. One of the days they went to the Cliffs of Moher, which if you know anything about Ireland, you know that like that's like the most famous cliffs. Like it's actually yeah. cliffs, cliffs just in all of Europe. Like the Cliffs of Ireland's Moher. like one of my next like bucket list places. Like ugh, like yeah, because Chris has gotten to go there before and I'm mm-hmm. beyond jealous and I want to see Ireland, Scotland so bad. The Cliffs of Moher specifically. So I was just also – I was living vicariously through you, but I know you haven't been able to share a photo yet. So I'm just like – just know. pretend – like I can't even fully live vicariously, but you know. <laughs> no, it sounded, it, it sounded so pretty. It, that was, I think, my favorite day was that we went yeah. to the Cliffs of Moher. We had a little bit more free time that day, and so we got to explore – you know, thank nice. goodness the cliffs and kind of a, one thing I love about the cliffs. Um, I think just living in Hawaii, I have such a bigger appreciation for places that are truly like open and free, if that makes sense. Like there was a fence that we had to cross to get to the, like we stopped at a certain part at the cliffs of Moore because they're a huge portion of the land, obviously. Um, so we just stopped at this random spot. We had to like cross over this little fence, but it was totally allowed when I mean, it looked like it wasn't allowed, but it was to kind of go down this trail to get to like the spot of the cliffs, but everywhere it was just open. Just anywhere you could walk. If you could walk there, you can go there. Like it was yeah. just so nice, an open and free spot. It wasn't like, oh, these signs say it's closed or, oh, we might get ticketed or fined here or, oh, we had to pay to have a reservation to go this, but none of that. Mm. Just show up, go wherever you want. I We were just on wow. the edge of the world exploring, going different places, and it was like, again, the best thing ever. Um, But yes, so – anyways, I loved that. You'll, you'll love that when you go to Ireland. I will say I definitely – don't think the Ireland cities are much to write home about. I think right. that the, I thought it was going to be kind of cool, cute towns. But when you and I went to Germany, Ayla, I think that those the towns and cities we went to there were a lot more impressive <sighs> and felt other. You know, like felt oh, like you were in another culture. That's Ireland still some of my like favorite that. little like town exploring Me I've too. done. Yeah, oh my gosh, like Oranienburg. Remember that? Oh, yes, I love that. Oh. Was my favorite town. I know. Yes, me too. Me too. Mm-hmm. And those mornings and. uh yeah, when we – oh, my gosh. Wow, that brought up a memory. We were 16, right? And, yeah, we got to be in Germany. And we went all up and down Germany. We were in multiple places. But the first place, Oranienburg, this little small town. And Beth and I would wake up and, like, go get bread or something or coffee. Yeah. But we were only there for a few days, and we, like, got the layout of the town. Like, we oh, could yeah. go unsupervised. And I, that's my favorite favorite feeling is after being somewhere for a couple days and actually getting to know it not perfectly but enough for your commute I love feeling just like a local oh, that was too. one of my favorite little towns for sure and I liked Munich a lot because that was oh, like country yeah. kind of more yeah yeah and Frankfurt yeah. that's where I feel like we had a lot of country Frankfurt was where the farm was right that was Munich that was Munich that was Frankfurt. well oh, oh what was the actual Oh, there was an actual name. It was like in and around Munich, but the actual – it had an amazing name. I, oh, great. Now I forget what it's called. Maybe it'll come to me. Do you remember? It was like a longer German, obviously, word. I don't remember. To be honest, I you were so much better about committing things to memory mm-hmm. like that. I was just kind of like floating along. Frankfurt was towards the end of that trip when we were all like – Tired. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that much of that. Like, I remember it was towards the end, and it was more north. So we started out in, like, Oranienburg, Berlin. We went south to the farm in Munich, and then we ended up in Frankfurt. I thought for sure the farm was in Frankfurt because I remember being like, oh, that's why I'll remember that because farm and Frankfurt. I thought that – are you oh, sure? You seem sure, though. I'm just, pretty sure, yeah. Well, Because Munich was also where that castle was. Yeah, that really big one. The Schwanstein. Yeah. I remember the name of that one, yeah. which was near the Alps, which was also south. So that was all the same time. And then Frankfurt. Yeah, I, was Frankfurt was the other castle that we went to that had the peacock at it. I didn't go to that one. Remember? Oh, you didn't go. You went 
to, to go do like a water park or something like that. Yeah, to go do something yes. else. I went to. I was like, freaking! I want to play. Dude. <laughs> These are not that important of memories, but okay, yeah, they are just in my brain. We <laughs> but no. Anyway, anyways. Well, the funny thing about about Frankfurt actually is, I I on my way back home from Ireland, I made sure I kind of made sure my layover was in Frankfurt, so I got to kind of revisit that for a moment, and it was kind of fun. I was going right. to you. Oh, right, like, right, oh, right. Guess where I am, but um. Anyway, so that was fun. But- oh, I was going to say, I would have to ask Chris if he liked, because he was in Dublin and yes. he went to a wedding at Belfast Castle and he oh really, really liked Ireland, Belfast. like really liked popping around it. But I mean, if you're going pub hopping, I think you'd, okay. you'd probably just love it. So we actually, we had to do uh, pub hopping too. So at the end of most nights, okay. they went to different pubs. And I will say I've never enjoyed like the drinking scene or anything, but right. they were actually I could see if I liked drinking, I could see that would be fun. Like it was actually not. I want to go to an Irish pub so bad. I, feel- I think you would like it. I think you. <laughs> I think you'd love it. Yeah. Anyways, sorry, we're got we're getting off track. See, this is like we said, just a no. chat episode. We're just having oh, a great I, time. I think it's all good. Anyways. I think they they get it. They get it. But okay, sorry, just to kind of keep going. Like, so I think I gave a good idea of like, we were just going everywhere they went. And just from the second we wake up, photographing breakfast all the way through, like if they go to a pub, if dinner goes late, if they have after dinner drinks, we're just photographing all of that. Um, So the wedding day itself was cool. It was at an old, like, I don't know how to say it. Kind of like an old abbey, basically. You know, okay. like, you know, ancient abbey was really cool, very different, very pretty. So that was fun. And then, you know, a couple of days after the wedding. And so it's just a very fun trip. But yeah, like I said, a lot of long hours, a lot more work than I think I originally expected. It was amazing to go with the videographer. We really bonded. We're great mm-hmm. friends now, hopefully. Hopefully she feels the same way. We didn't get tired of each other. So I think that that's like a, that's a win right there. But yeah, I just learned a lot of lessons about, I think, um, it's hard. I don't want to say I learned lessons about making sure you know what you're getting into because I really thought that I did and I did for the most part. I mean, the amount of communication that went in between right. this couple and us, we were like doing weekly Zoom calls and constantly yeah. talking for months. So it wasn't like a lack of communication. It was just like you can always learn from every shoot you do and every kind of job you take on. But I guess it's just kind of a matter of being ready for anything is really what you need to be ready for if you're going to do destination weddings and branch out of your niche. Again, I mm-hmm. could, if this was eight days of weddings in a row, you know, or 14 days of weddings in a row, like that's, you know, that's fine. I've done those before, but it was a lot of work I hadn't done before. And it was great. It was awesome. I'm great for the, for the experience. It was fun doing something different, mm-hmm. but also just really be aware of what you're, you know, be aware that you're going to have to be on your toes. Yeah. Cause if you had been a new photographer, if you were like a year in, you might've been like, um. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. That's yeah. kind of, yeah. That's kind of what I was saying. A lot of new, I see a lot of photographers who are newer, who just want to instantly break into the destination wedding scene. And they're kind of willing to do anything or take anything for that. And it's like, just, um, sometimes there's jobs that are better left to the people who have been doing it for a really long time. Yeah. Or and that, like, you'll get there, bad, but, make that, like right. you can make that your goal. You'll get there, but you don't. Yeah. Just I, be, I get what yeah. you mean. Like if you, if people are looking for an expert experience, I I don't know if this sounds harsh, but I just wouldn't – I would say like don't promise that if you're not well, an expert in that area, you know? Yes, and just destination weddings aren't a piece of cake. They're not. They're one of the hardest mm-hmm. things you can do. They're a lot of work. They're very tiring. They're very filled with a lot of risk and a lot of like moving variables that you and the couple can't control. And so I think it was just like a good reminder of like, man, I love destination weddings, but gosh, really new, you know – I don't know. Just got to be be aware of what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. Work your way up to it. Yeah. It's different than photographing a venue in your own town that you're familiar with every other weekend. It's like yeah, new scenery, new lighting. Yeah. All of that. Exactly. I'm so proud of you for taking that on. Like I knew, I knew it was going to be brand new and a learning experience, which you're so brave for taking on. I think I'm like, I tend to stick with what I know a lot more. It's very hard for me to like realize that I'm probably capable of like new stuff because I'm like I've never done it before but you have to do it at some point yes I've done it before for somebody yeah no and I you probably again I wasn't there but I can verify that you killed it probably and I just I I can't wait for for when they share and then you're able to share and just yeah no I think that'll be thank you thank you so much that's so nice to hear after I really wanted to be hired as Beth's second shooter but (laughs) 
should have done it, dude. Should have done it. But I've never been a photographer before. So we're going to fix that. We'll figure that out. We'll figure out a way for you to start coming with me on my trips because I need you. But I will say props, honestly, shout out to the videographer. She was phenomenal. I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I thought, I think I worked hard. No, she worked 10 times harder. So, and then we're still just the light of the trip. Everyone loved her. She was so funny and, and kind. So, Anyways, that was awesome. But yeah, so thanks for letting me share about that. Hope you guys enjoyed hearing all of our little chit-chatting and our stories, our life updates, really. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I have anything else really exciting to share. Not really. It's still getting through. Like we said, I'll still be getting through the rest of my season. Um, Unpacking. Which, like I said, I'll probably share on my business page. I don't know, maybe on the podcast page if people care. I don't have to, but – Maybe I'll have some socials to go along with this and then they'll get to see it on there. Something like that. But Did you have community news you want to talk about? I did. This is random community news. Yeah. (laughs) This is random community news at the very end of the episode. I don't I probably won't even do our little transition. I just wanna say it's just it's been on my mind. I got the newest Lightroom update lately. Uh what version is it? So Beth, I actually um I updated my Lightroom recently because um, I have to for my business. Like it's in my it's in my things. Like my clients all have to keep their Lightroom updated, and then I do. Sometimes there's tiny updates that don't matter, and then sometimes they release whole new versions. So oh. I have the new version. Um, which version is it? I want to be I want to be specific here. Um, it's version like V3 something, whatever. Everyone will know what I'm talking about who works with Light- Lightroom Classic, specifically the new Lightroom Classroom classroom <laughs> Classic <laughs> update because it sucks. I hate no, it. No, I'm no. so mad. Adobe, I have beef with your Tell me. Update. Tell me. So, yeah, usually I update Lightroom. Not a problem. And sometimes there are new updates I have to learn. Like when they first um, – I think a year and a half ago is when they first updated their masking to where you have like a sky mask, a subject mask, background mask. Excellent. Loved love that those. update. Um, they updated and they made their brushing a little bit easier. Wonderful. All good. Bit of a learning curve, but like no worries. And then everything since then, most of the updates have been pretty chill. Um, out, you know, transparency. There's a lot of settings in Lightroom Classic I don't yeah. touch even as an editor. Like they're everyone's different with what they do and don't use. So sometimes there's updates with things that don't matter. Um, None of the AI updates really apply to me because I work with smart previews and smart previews don't like working with AI. All fine. Whatever. Update to this most recent version because a client, a dear client of mine updated to that one. And, you know, if they update to a new new version, I have to, to be able to work on their catalogs. And it's usually seamless. And as far as catalog transfers, it's still seamless. Like I updated and uh, everyone else updated. It's fine. I just hate the update. They added so much that's unnecessary. Oh. And it slow it. Oh, it slowed my Lightroom Classic down <sighs> so much. And I know part of it's my computer. I'm actually hopefully upgrading my my um, computer at the end of the year. And I'll probably share about that when it comes. But I am. I've been working on a MacBook Pro for a while, which is great. That's really all you need for editing. Just at this point in life, I think this is a side note. I think I want to get a desktop coming up here. So I want to get like a Mac, um, an iMac, like Apple desktop. So hopefully that helps some of the problem. But I got this update and immediately, oh, it made my Lightroom so slow. They added this weird, let me actually pull it up because I don't even know what it is. But they added a weird like HDR mode and I've clicked on it and it makes the photos look completely different. So I don't bother using it. I avoid it because, and I've heard from other photographers, they don't care about that. That's not like what they wanted. Um, I know I, but I, I often toggle between photos to make sure the edits are perfect and it's not the most efficient thing, but it's just what I do. Um, when I edit, I have like the, my anchor image as reference side by side, but if I'm really doing detailed work and I want the photos to be as consistent as possible, I'll toggle between the anchor image and the one I'm working on to make sure the skin tones are exact same. The lighting's the exact same. Like I want to see as little change as possible between these photos. It lags so much in between photos, like I'll click on one and it shifts without the settings and it takes like four seconds and then it puts the settings on. So when I go to toggle, it's multiple seconds now, which doesn't sound like a lot, but oh, it makes a my difference. time as an editor's money. Like that's the entire thing is I've, you have to be fast. And so it's like cut, it's like doubled my workflow 
Jeez. And again, I updated this at like the beginning of October when I was starting to get so busy. And I actually told one of my photographers, like, it's not you. This won't affect the long term. But actually, I just have to get used to this new update because it's like slowed my workflow a bit. So I notified I figured out if anyone knows how to do this, please tell me. I tried to actually literally tell Adobe like that they need a bug fix update. And I know these things are hard to do, but like there's got to be a bug fix update and there's no way to directly contact them. So I actually put it in like a Q&A thing on Adobe's website and it got upvoted by like 20 people. And then I'm in multiple groups for photographers, um, photo editors, and everybody is like, what is up with this update okay editors and photographers are having file sharing issues where like lightroom's popping up messages that we've never seen before like the really common one is photo not found we've all seen that notification before but now it's like metadata not syncing files not whatever like weird error messages that nobody's ever seen that hasn't happened to me but like other people have been having file sharing issues and then i've seen at least 10 other people post that their lightroom has slowed and they can't toggle between photos so i'm mad at adobe for that one like they added a bunch of stuff that nobody needs and it slowed everybody's lightroom and i just had to get that off my chest so there's community news (laughs) no i'm so glad you brought that up because and yeah shared all about that because I've been back, like I said, for like six, seven days, have not even had a time to really jump back into work. And I do need to update my Lightroom on my computer. But I guess automatically, so when you travel a lot, if you are smart, you should have Lightroom Mobile on like your iPad, your phone, something like that. Right. So I use Lightroom Mobile for quite a few things. Um, I can actually get raw photos onto my phone and in Lightroom Mobile. Um it just takes a ton of space up off my phone, but you know, I have to do that when I'm traveling sometimes. So mm-hmm. Lightroom mobile updated. I'm guessing it was the same kind of update and yeah. the entire layout is different. That's what bothered me. <sighs> I discovered this a couple days ago. I literally can't find buttons. Like I'm trying to edit oh. simple photos and I can't find buttons that I need or like I couldn't even find the trash bin. Like I was trying to delete photos and, and then go and delete them like fully um, mm-hmm. out of the trash and I couldn't even find the trash bin. Like it's insane. Oh, it moved my – oh gosh, this is so niche. But when I'm editing specifically a mask, like when I have a mask selected and say I want to like dehaze the mask, it moved that way down. Like, like it's why? not that big of a deal, but they just no. moved it for no See, reason. I think it is During a big deal. busy season. <laughs> yes, that's what I was going to say. I think it is a big deal because – when you're going to change this much stuff this drastically, why would you do it when we're all literally crying trying to catch up and finish off our busy seasons? That's the dumbest thing. I don't think I don't think a photographer made that decision over at their headquarters. No. No. No, exactly. And somebody mentioned it in one of the groups I'm in, but it's just like Adobe's like touching things that they don't need to be touching and I'm like, "Yes, like when they updated it a couple of years ago and made masks a little bit better, added a little bit of AI if you use that, like the denoise AI or whatever. Fine. I actually love All that. Good. Yeah. yeah, I see. I can't use it because it doesn't like smart previews, mm-hmm. but I hear, I hear it's great. It's so, yeah. <laughs> but um, why fix what's not broken? I've never understood. Yeah, that. never understood. No, that. and I'll have to sh- show you at some point, Beth, like on screen recording or something, like what this extra HDR panel is or whatever that they've added. Like, I don't get it. It freaks me out because it changes the photos. Like, so I just usually leave it unchecked or whatever. But yeah, it just didn't seem necessary. Lightroom was doing just fine. You could have left it at that exact version forever. Um, I don't know if other photographers have other needs because again, I I don't take photos and maybe they love it. But as far as I can tell, none of us are happy and it's slowed workflow. And yeah, like I, I can usually edit a session, say I'm doing a maternity session of a hundred photos. I can usually edit that in, in an hour, if not maybe like two hours, if there's masking and stuff. I did one the other day and it took me four and a half and I started almost nice. like cry. I was like, this cannot be taking me this long. It's fine. No, Everything's it's getting fine. back to photography. Well, no, it's not fine. Like me, my, you know, my clients are okay. Yes. Everyone's getting their stuff as they need, but me. <laughs> but it comes at more of a cost still for figuring you. Out. Yeah. Exactly. It's more of a stress for you. It's more of a burden. And instead of being able to just quickly edit a couple of jobs in between housework or your other job, like it now is like a whole burden that takes up most of your yeah. day. And that's exactly the opposite. They need to be doing updates that make our life easier, not more difficult. So, yeah. So Anyways. I've actually been checking daily to see if they have bug fixes. <laughs> I'm like there's there's no way so well I don't know we'll see maybe I don't know if things get resolved 
I'll keep you updated on my beef with <laughs> the Lightroom class. Love it. Can't wait but to hear. That was really what I needed to get off my chest. Love it. Well, and I've been explaining it to Chris, right? Like I explained it to him when it happened. But like, you know, I, I he knows the ins and outs of my entire business because I just tell him everything. And he was like, oh, yeah, you know, and I was like, it's just – and I didn't want to keep complaining about it, so I stopped. But, like, every single editing session I had, it was just driving me nuts. And, like, so I go to toggle between the two photos. And sometimes if you click them just right, they would toggle just fine. And the settings would go just fine. Um, so sometimes it's okay. Like, sometimes I can click between two and it's all right. But sometimes I'll be going back, forth, back, forth, and the settings will lag, lag. And I'll be like, son of a – like, I'll just start saying yeah. stuff. And Chris thinks it's a new problem. And I'm like, no, it's the same problem. I'm it's just still <laughs> because it's still going on. Oh my gosh! Oh, anyway, I think that was. I think really that was the last big moment in my life. Moving, new Lightroom update. There we go. Beth was in Ireland all month, and now we're back. Just trying to catch our sanity again and get back into yeah. the flow of things. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I. Ooh. I, they'll find out later. I have goals and ideas. We actually have a lot of ideas for the remainder of the year on the podcast that I'm really excited about. So I'm really actually just hoping I'll find the time to get those rolling because we've started things. We just need to to finish them, finish them. and find the time to finish them because I've just been in editing cave moving mode. But I think we can make it happen. I think it'll be okay. Absolutely. We're stoked. Yeah. Thank you guys for letting us do more of a calm chit chat. Uh, not only did we both need it because we needed to update each other but we wanted to update you guys um you and know, we so didn't much- want to write an outline <laughs> exactly there's that we didn't have time as you can certainly hear we didn't exactly really? have time to do an educational episode or anything so no. we're so grateful that you guys are gracious and we hear so much from you guys that you actually enjoy feeling like you're just chit-chatting with a friend. So hopefully this episode felt like that. We would love to hear about your life updates. We love, you know, following you guys back on social media, cheering you guys on when you have life updates and, you know, big milestones. So we're just so grateful that we're all in it together, learning from each other, supporting each other. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You guys know the drill. We are on Instagram at Art of Intention Podcast. That is the best place to be to see um, any resources we have to share with any episode, to connect with us, to request to be on the show, or just have any ideas of what you think we should talk about, and really just to come hang out. We love the little community that we're building over there, and if you're not a part of it, we want you to be. So that's just at Art of Intention Podcast. If you've got anything that's email-worthy, we're just Art of Intention Podcast at gmail.com. And we will see you all next Tuesday for another episode, whatever that one's going to be. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.